0: war in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to the John DePetro Show. Folks, remember, for all your tree service, well, you want to call Yankee Tree. Call them today, 401- plan for your tree and maybe it's an emergency service did something come down call them today Four three nine sixty twenty eight. if they have to they get right up there in the bucket yankee tree service since 2006 tree trimming experts give them a call four three nine sixty twenty eight or online at yankee Your you're listening to the john DePietro show folks weekdays we start at 11 we go until 2 it's am 1380 99.9 fm you can always listen online at our website dipetro.com so monday october 24th and let's look at the calendar early voting is underway with the election early voting is underway this week there are debates for lieutenant governor position and that is a race from what i understand they pulled the lieutenant governor out of debate she was supposed to have last week i'm hearing there's going to be a channel 10 debate uh i am hearing that that's going to happen i think at the end of the week and this is important because we what do we really know about lieutenant governor sabina matos uh here's what we know about her she's the most progressive person ever to hold office uh extremely bordering on socialism when she was head of the city council in providence 2020 did nothing to stop the protest stop the destruction when i say stop the protest i'm talking about the violent well not those weren't protests those were riots she supported defunding the police she's an extreme progressive and they've kept her hidden for a reason she's trying to sneak across the finish line I have a feeling if people truly see her interacting, attempting to debate, it's going to change a lot of minds. But looking at the calendar, now this week there are no uh, debates as far as for governor. Next week there are two scheduled. Now this is a big week with the campaigns because it's a still full week to go. Next week, a week from today is Halloween. Then you're into the final week of the campaign and election day is the eighth so looking at the calendar there's two weekends left and there's two a good two full weeks left election day is two weeks from tomorrow a week from tomorrow is november 1st and then the election is november 8th now what you're seeing across the country is the democrat party is collapsing the democrat party is absolutely collapsing and i think what's really also interesting the democrats are in full panic seth magazina at this point is just making things up about alan fung and fung still has the lead fung unless something dramatically changes there's one i believe one more debate and it's going to appear on channel 10 Uh, but magazina they're trying everything and at this point they're just lying you know, Seth Magaziner is this. This would be so huge, folks, for the state if Alan Funker could turn it around. But let's talk about the race for governor for a moment. Now, over the weekend, there was a get out the vote rally. They had Labor Secretary in town, Marty Walsh, former mayor of Boston. So they have a big gathering at Roger Williams Park, and it's, it's all the union people, by the way, and they all kick it off, and they're running the show. And some of the things in, that were just uttered that are just, you know, ludicrous that were put out there. Um, again, you know, they 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 kick off the whole thing. Of course, who kicks off, you know, the whole day deal? There's George Nee and there's Marty Walsh and there's Governor McKee and Senator Reed and Speaker Sakachi and James Diosa the mayor of a former mayor of central falls running for treasurer shouldn't be there there's seth magaziner in the front row was magaziner secretary walsh and also governor mckee governor mckee tells the crowd we've got a Maga denier running for governor of rhode island that is a complete lie that is completely fabricated there's michael sabatoni of course laborers behind him that is a complete governor mckee to stand up that how come that hasn't come out on a debate stage show us some evidence of that a MAGA denier Ashley Kayla's may be many things but we haven't heard about anything that she is in any way a tr- even a Trump supporter or and or an election quote election denier so they are in full panic magaziner you know praising these union people being paid to go out you're the reason rhode island's a great place to live let's get out let's vote sabatoni calls the democrat party our home team what it really is is the team that they can manipulate now there was also a member of the media there who i know and who i like but there was supposed to be that they were going to give an award for the the boys and girls club or the big brothers excuse me big brothers big sisters instead they turned it into oh by the way we'll give you the award but we also want you here as we're gonna um we're gonna ha- it's good to have you here as where <clears throat> where um we're doing the big uh union rally and we want to have you in the photo for that the for everything that was put out all hands on deck we gotta get out there we gotta pull this thing for governor mckee now folks i'll tell you what's going on there's too much time left on the calendar and what i mean by that is they know there's trouble they know that there is trouble and they also know that the clock is ticking it's too late to try to change message and the democrat party's in trouble i'll tell you what else is going on with governor mckee i think there's a possibility now this is a big week for the kalis campaign the next two weeks but especially this week because what i'm starting to hear from people ashley kalis the republican running against governor dan mckee for governor she's having an event she's having an event and that's going to be tuesday night in cd1 where she needs to gain some ground but she's calling it people over party rally in Pawtucket and what you're starting to i'm starting to hear there's a number of democrats all over the state but specifically in north providence in other parts of C, what we call cd1 and they are deciding that governor mckee and the democrat party they're too far left their liberal policies they're being dragged left they're being influenced by in fact the progressives and there's a push now Well, there's a very good chance. I'll tell you what people, people are fed up. You want reasons not to vote for Dan McKee? How about soft on crime? Do you know drunk driving, the drunk driving numbers in Rhode Island? I think they've tripled, tripled under Governor McKee. And I think if Ashley Kalis did a high profile press conference, had some parents of teenagers that were killed in Rhode Island due to drunk drivers and the mckee administration has done nothing to change the drunk driving laws i think it could be effective but i'll tell you what i see taking shape right now is people are so fed up with the cronyism and the insider deals i think by now people realize governor mckee he's not running to represent you he's not running to represent me he's running sickly simply for the interest the special interest and for the far left progressives of the party i think this could set the stage do people are people in love with ashley kalis no is she the perfect candidate no but what i'm hearing from people is a vote for kalis could be the ultimate hear me out now blank you to governor mckee and the democrat party and all the cronyism in the insider deals I'm starting to hear it more and more. People are fed up. They're sick of the insider deals. They're tired of the cronyism. And Governor McKee, that's what he's all about. I mean, he is 100% on board with all the insider deals and all the cronyism, as we know. FBI probe giving $3,000 bonuses to all those state workers, judges with lifetime appointments on the bench getting a three thousand dollar retention bonus i mean people are starting to say no to biden let's face it governor mckee is what did he say about biden best president rhode island's ever had dan mckee said president biden is the best president rhode island's ever had how many people truly think that way right now the amount of people is starting to question Across the country, the Democrat there, any momentum they had has shifted. The Democrat campaigns across the country are collapsing. They thought it was going to be all about abortion. They thought it would be all about threats against democracy. You know what people are compla- complaining about people are concerned about is how much it costs when you go into the market and you want to buy bacon and eggs? How much is it for milk? price of gas groceries everything outrageously expensive no end in sight that's the things those are the things that people are concerned about and governor mckee he has no plan governor mckee is on board hey he said it himself greatest president rhode island's ever had president biden greatest president rhode island's ever had that's who he is that's what how he sees the race Folks, I, I don't know anyone that thinks that way, but there's a real opportunity. I'm hearing people saying that basically a vote for Kalis against McKee is almost a way to say blank you to the system. Table for one salute to all the insider deals, the corruption, the cronyism, the contracts going out, all these people getting, making all this money off your hard-earned tax dollars they're not improving the state state is headed in the wrong direction they have abandoned the private sector it's all now about serving the special interests it's all about appeasing the unions it's all about giving special deals to the insiders people don't see the education improving they don't see jobs coming in they see things getting more and more expensive and that's where i think Ashley Kalis actually has an opportunity here for the protest vote for people that say, you know what? You don't like the way things are going. Give me a shot. How bad could she, and and seriously, how bad could she screw it up? I don't know if she could because the path we are going down, the McKee Matos, that, that ticket is not a ticket for success for Rhode Island. It is essentially a recipe for failure. A recipe for high cost of living, for progressive policies that are not the policies Rhode Islanders want. That's how I see it going. All right. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. This is the perfect time of year to have some paving done for your home. Residential, commercial, seal coating, and patios. Make it letter J, J. Perry Paving. They provide high quality, fair pricing, exceptional service. Call them today for a free estimate, 401 732 the next couple of months get your driveway prepared for winter time call j perry paving today for a free quote 401 732 1730 licensed and insured contracting company committed to meeting their clients needs no matter how big or how small whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed call j perry paving today affordable smooth safe to drive on aesthetically appealing remember even asphalt can be recycled reused. call them for a free quote letter j j perry paving look for them on facebook and call 401 732 1730 remember no one's better to veterans then j perry paving call them today 401-732-1730 high quality fair pricing exceptional service free estimate j perry paving 401-732-1730 folks you are listening to the john de show weekdays we start at 11 we go until 2 it's a.m. 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website tweetjob.com. Join him right now. She is an independent columnist, opinion maker. It's one of my siblings. It is Donna Perry. And DJ, I want to just start off and get your thoughts on, by all accounts, the headlines, uh, Democrats fear the midterm map is slipping away. I mean, by by all accounts, um, and this is a lot of Republicans don't trust the pollsters and so forth, but it, it seems almost unmistakable. We are two weeks out from from this midterm election and boy, things really seem to be breaking the way of the Republicans. And I, I think we could be once again looking just unprecedented loss uh, with the Democrats and it even looks like the, the Senate is in play.
1: Yes. And uh, great to be with you, John. Um, you know, you, you couldn't have scripted this perfect uh, any better if, if you're a Republican uh, candidate, if you're um, the consultants. I mean, they they're really now seems um, and you can point to a lot of mistakes the Democrats have made, I would argue, John, on just message. The big thing is message and this president. I would argue be at the top of a long list of mistakes that have been going on. And there's no question when you look at these most, before you get in the nitty gritty of these individual races and boy, John, you are seeing Republicans coming on strong, that they may win races that we've been years since you have seen a Republican, you know, you know, we'll talk about it. You know, the governorship of New York. I mean, that guy's Zeldin's coming on. There's all kinds of, uh, blue states that now look, things could go either way. But if you look at these most uh, recent, like the big ABC poll a couple of days ago, it's really back to the economy, inflation, and crime. That's right. And if you go through the summer, John, like let's, when you talk about messaging, I feel like what we heard from the Democrats, a lot of it was abortion and save our democracy. Exactly. John- I don't hear the average person talking no. about these
0: in in the environment. They they think yeah, those are the and three climate big issues, climate. Yeah,
1: climate. John is not even making a ranking in these polls. No. So no. you know when you see these are just overall voter sentiment. By the way, the reason I think the Republicans are doing, going to do extremely well is this brings in independence. They yes. they people care about. First and foremost, you know, I can't afford my monthly bills. Um, you know, the, the never ending spiral with gas, uh, though Biden's tried to pull it down a few gimmicks and they're using the, the strategic reserve, which is a separate problem. That's not actually supposed to be just used this way. They're losing on that. And, and we've talked about the grocery store, which is why it's like the oldest story in the world in politics. That's the first thing people know about. That's right. And you can have any level of an education. You understand what it just costs you to buy you know, your weekly uh, grocery bill. So right. I think it's like 36% to 24%. Like, Who would you trust better to fix the economy? When you see that, and it's 36% saying the Republicans, 24% Dems, same question on crime. Very important. 35%. Republicans will fix the crime problem better. 22 percent. Re- I, I like polls like that, John. because yes. You know what I mean? They're so simple. It's direct. It, it actually would involve the answer of a less politically involved person. And that, to me, is a better reading of what's going to happen at the polls.
0: Donna Perry, Nancy Pelosi, Speaker Pelosi, was on uh, one of the Sunday shows, I think CBS Face the Nation, but uh, was saying, you know, well, we need to do better with our messaging. You (laughs) tell me. I mean, we're two weeks out. I I think the horses left the barn and the the momentum. Granted, if you want to say after the Supreme Court, there was maybe the momentum shifting that way. But I I think you said it exactly. A weak president, economy that's not getting better. By the way, they're... They're keeping Biden like under wraps. You don't see him going out anywhere. I I think now it's just a matter of I think. Can you imagine their internal polls and what they may be seeing in the Democrat Party of this could be just a complete, as you say, complete shellacking and all momentum right now seems to be with the Republican Party.
1: Yeah. And, and as you say, during the summer months, I think only Democratic consultants and, and Biden's, you know, White House inner circle, they kept talking about, oh, now all these wins. I The public doesn't see it, John. First, no, of it, it, no. it, A lot of that, it, you know, things that, oh, I'm going to dribble money out into the economy through these massive, you know, legislative bills. They take 30 months to get through that. That doesn't mean anything to how people no. feel right now um and so again you know what are what were they talking about and too, by the way too much talking by their side about trump he's yes. not he's not on the ballot
0: no uh, but let's know. face it they put a lot into come on the j6 commission and i even wonder right. about this business of the they want to subpoena him I, I think this is once again they have been on this mission donna perry that dragging him in make him the referendum on on the midterms on the and but it, it just let's face it just hasn't panned out people don't see it that way and they see no nope. president as we said and what you're t- what and this is so important for people to understand you have two different sets of you know groups of people one is the democrat people of the party has been saying the most important things in the country are abortion climate change and and also save uh, our democracy democracy <laughs> on the other side you have people saying well we see it as the problems of crime And the cost of things and just the direction the country is going. This is going to be a referendum on which party more people agree with.
1: Absolutely. And again, when you talk about um, what I was starting to say, John, the reason they're now possibly in trouble in big blue states where you have major cities, it is crime. You know, if That's you're right. an independent voter and, you you know, you're not uh, far right, but you're kind of independent and you're trying to work in, in Manhattan and you live wherever you live, maybe in the region, do you want to get on that subway? I mean, right. did these trains, I mean, look, it is not a small issue. Uh, and I know uh, I have, uh, you have children who are young yes. professionals in that city. And you think about that probably every day and every night, like, yeah. You know, it, it's a wonderful place. Uh, we all lived there a long time ago. But look, it's a real tangible problem. And, right. and it, again, blue state. But the, some of these Republicans are really coming on. AOC is having trouble. At, at, well, she's having people argue with her in something she's not used to in some of her you know, public town halls. Uh, and again, I was just mentioning even at the governor level, I mean, Lee Zeldin. He could become, he could yes. do this because yeah. Kathy Hochul is talking in circles. Yeah. She was another one, democracy. But, John, no one is caring about that when they're like, you know what, that guy just grabbed my purse and pushed someone in
0: front sure. of the train. Yeah, and milk is $5 so, a gallon. Yeah. So, Donna Perry, also, just your thought on Washington Post, had a I thought a pretty good synopsis I sent it to you regarding the first two years of the Biden presidency. Yes. And something that just jumped out at me is just – you know, it, it, listen, it was a mistake from the get-go to bring Harris in as VP. And uh, something they mention in, in the article mm. is just, you know, her and her camp always concerned about optics. Something is, you know, the Biden people want to send her out when the baby formula is arriving. But then Harris saying, no, 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 you know, I don't want to be tagged in with that controversy. I, I you know, as much as the, the he came out of the box and maybe had a good first maybe eight months. But let's face it, ever, ever since then, yeah. ever since Afghanistan, they have been on the defensive and it's been going the wrong way. And I don't I don't Utah, I don't see this as an administration that's going to turn it around.
1: No. And, and I, that Washington Post, um, you know, article is is really fascinating. And they they pulled yeah. up some new stuff about yes. how this has really gone also that he privately gets very angry and very defensive, you know, with the staff yep. uh, when you start with Afghanistan. And you're right. And I think what they're pointing out is Harris is the opposite of an advantage VP. You know, people, right. John, they put these people on a ticket because they think you know, they'll round out the ticket, you know, they, and she does nothing by the way, to sort of soften his awkward edges, if you will. Um, and I think that baby formula anecdote, the story on that maybe, and people didn't know that I I would put it this way with her staff. If she does it, she has a sort of an attitude issue, I think, and she doesn't want to get her hands dirty, it seems. And a lot of these larger issues, you know, they, she made it such an issue about going to the border to the point where, it's like she doesn't really want to handle that issue. The baby formula thing, it's like they thought the optics, oh, she would look, I guess, attached to the supply chain baby exactly. formula problem. Yep. But, J.D., I would argue this way. Like, How do you project to the, pub- to the American public that you would be positioned to be a commander in chief if you can't, quote, like, get your hands dirty? with that's these right. issues yes i don't see how that projects she would ever be fit to be a top leader you can't walk away from tough issues and and crises so uh, i mean i just think on top of his problems he has this very you know um attitude issue vice president
0: <laughs> so that's right
1: you know good um, way to say it and yeah. it could
0: be we'll see what he decides with 24 but i wouldn't be surprised to see here from the ticket folks quick break much more ahead, Donna Perry, right here on the John DePietro Show. Propane Plus in Rhode Island for all your propane needs. Call them 401-885-4209. In Massachusetts, you can reach them at 508-252-3359. Propane, heating and cooling. 885 4209. In Massachusetts, call them at 508 252 3359. They're very easy to navigate website. It's propaneplus.com. Propaneplus. Call them 401 885 4209. We're speaking with independent columnist opinion maker Donna Perry. DJ, um, amongst the governor races, obviously the one in Arizona is really, obviously uh, is really interesting. Rhode Island has one, the New York one. He has pulled ahead of her in the polls, but let's talk about Massachusetts. I saw that you know they had their quote final debate. Uh, the Boston Globe offered there, uh, they, they you know gave the endorsement uh, to More Healy, and and in some ways yep. it was almost kind of insulting in a way or like almost insinuating that deal was just setting himself up to either be a talk host or run some big pack. But I, I did catch the press release on Friday when now deal saying he wants, you know, is challenging her to another debate because that's what you do when you're behind. I I think just one of the problems I have with this is they started from behind. Yeah. They have remained behind. I I know that some of their opponents want to suggest this, that this truly is a race, but I, I almost you know, and I, I like to deal people and I, I've had Jeff on the program a number of different times, but it begins and ends with the moment you decided that you were going to run with this endorsement from Trump, it, it was basically over. And I know that what I don't understand, you you know, the, the, the of course, like his base and supporters, yeah. they to me them, it means a lot. But but what do we talk like? Are you what do you think? Charlie Baker didn't know what he was doing. I mean, right. I, I, I it's. It's going to be too bad and I don't see how they turn it around that type of gap. But at the same time, it's like talk about it. Just another poorly executed plan based on where the voters are.
1: Yeah. And you know what's so disappointing to me as a Republican in Massachusetts, John, look at what we're talking about. You have Republicans who. Could win in major yes. blue states if you framed the case. yeah, and um and I do say the contrast with Elise Eldon. He's taking the fight to her. That's he is right. saying you've got the wrong policies. and boy, that's a tough liberal state uh, to do that, but but he's bringing it forward, and they always say in the case of deal, what's so disappointing, they say politics is really the art of you know math and addition, John. as you just said, very well. You're, you need to add people. You don't need to keep talking to the people who are already voting for you. Yeah. So when you have the Trump base in the state, he, he, I would argue, Massachusetts, when you've had a Baker, moderate Republican, you know, I don't get it. I don't know where those relationships are. There was no building on that. Um, I think there are issues you could really take to Healy and say, why not say, well, you're going to be a Biden clone. Gee, that seems right. to be working out really well. Yes. You know, we where, we but he has not taken it to her. You don't see, I'm um, throwing a press conference together. John, we know how the daily day-to-day media works in the TVs. They're always looking for, you know, like where, where are these, you know, moments and he's not taken it to her and said, no, no, you, you're, this is not a coronation. You are not necessarily the best person for Massachusetts. Um, And I would say, John, she also, I'll just a quick uh, reference here. I mean, she has a record of actually being like very, very anti-private sector. She has sued more corporations. She has a Mm. track record on that. Well, right now, coming out of the pandemic, the city of Boston is having a problem. Very notable major companies, because they don't want to have the big footprint. You're going to have a lot of empty buildings in the downtown of the city, that's not step going forward for, for Boston. And, you know, I just think he could have made more of her record of really being anti-business. And I, I think it's a sensitive point right now. And I don't see him doing
0: that. I also, and I, I say this as a supporter, you know, but you got to decide, do you, do you want to just get cheers at a rally or are you really talking about winning this thing? Let's talk about, you know, Glenn Youngkin. He took the endorsement. Right president trump off endorsement but they they had their hands up like you're not coming to do a rally that's not going to help us we'll we'll let you know if we need your help he won you have you know baker yes. never embraced it but look at you know our friend cranston mayor alan fung he
1: absolutely he
0: said you know baker did a fundraiser for him there's steve's calice they're coming into boston they're going to do another high high level fundraiser for him uh he has said that baker is kind of his political idol. Uh, it, if he had wanted to early on, he could have jumped in on the, the Trump bandwagon. But w- but what are we talking about? Are you talking about do you want to get applause one night
1: for a few yeah. minutes
0: at a rally? Or are we talking about winning elections? And so I thought from the get go, even having even after the raid and having the president do the the phone calls with whatever they do in the tele rally and everything, it's just I, I, I understand that gets a couple of people you know a small the people that should be with you any excited but but again i come back to what what are we really trying to do here yeah and are you trying to win
1: and and truthfully john it would be different if deal was running uh you know if that had popped up during trump's midterm cycle yeah okay then that would have been different he was still hot The, the people were saying oh they're just going after him i would just like to add in alan fung Boy, is on the national map that a uh, great piece in the yep. wall street journal That's you can't right. <laughs> you couldn't have paid for that to come out better in my humble opinion i mean yep. it just really laid it out it just showed i love some of the you know the imagery at the wall street journal that their writers are so great it said as he sipped you know a pumpkin cold brew <laughs> in the garden yeah. city john but it's so him he's yes. so, you know what he is he's authentic yeah. Uh, and Magaziner just remotely doesn't have his skills and hit and the embrace of the public. And um, they are
0: scrambling. I mean, Marty Walsh came in. They have all the union. Oh, bosses big deal. Up. Yeah, I know. Uh, There's one debate left. But right now, for Fung to be sitting in the situation he's in and all they keep doing. He's throwing together these lies and these other vicious commercials that all keeps talking about. He's one of the Trump guys, extremists. And the fact of the matter is, you know, anyone in Rhode Island knows it's it's falling short. Alan Funk maybe one many things, but he's not an extremist.
1: No. And John, the, those commercials are i they're almost embarrassingly foolish. Yes, and no they one are. it's it it's almost like magazineers people they always get national people they almost didn't understand who they were going up against uh when he says you know i'm proud to be a moderate uh i and and that was an example for deal and and he's winning by being his his like taking that model of the baker model right i mean you know you have to understand these states and the districts you're in i think it's very exciting i mean he could end up Putting on the map. John, that was the Claudine Schneider Republican seat, you know?
0: It that, is. That's and,
1: amazing.
0: And what would be huge about this, Donna Perry, is just, you know, Kevin McCarthy's vested in the race. As I said, Scalise is going to come in to do a fundraiser. I, I am already hearing that if he can pull this off, of course, be the only Republican uh, yep. con- congressperson in New England, plus Asian American. It, like I'm already hearing, don't be surprised, he delivers the Republican response to the statement Wow. Day, you know, imagine that high that. level of how they yeah. are. Now, Donna Perry, talking about the media, though, I did want to get your thought that and, and we had talked about it at the time. But here it is. You have a sitting senator, uh, Tom Cotton, and publishes a piece in The New York Times and and Bennett and what he went through. And he has finally, you know, issued a response that that is absolutely rotten. What they did to that to that guy Uh, and that's supposed to you know the paper of record and so forth but it it really illustrates i think the power of number one the wokeness inside the times but then that you know their their subscriber base they were objecting to it It, this was an alternative view a senator uh senator saying if this keeps up we should consider you know taking a more drastic action so that, that is a real, um, I, I, I think, in some ways, that, that was just such a shameful moment for the Times.
1: Yeah, and, and I have said this before. Unfortunately, John, they, they are allowing activists to, really not journalists, to not only operate in that newsroom, and they seem to have enough pressure on the higher ups, um, although then you have a very, very liberal publisher. Um, and he's the descendant of, you know, um, that, that big family, but yep. like to have a guy of the talent and the seasoning of a Bennett as a big New York times editor, like hounded out and they've John, they've, he was one of, and uh, the name is escaping me. That other woman who they hounded out, Barry Weiss, who, yes. you know, and by the way, she talked about that. I mean, she's Jewish and she talked about the anti-Semitism very open, uh, insults that mm. were going on in the New York times, um, you know, in their newsroom and, and through, you know, comments on an inside chat room they do or something like that. I mean, they, these people are, have been chased out. And I think it's very, very, um, problematic. And it is this woke culture that's now out of control. Tom Cotton is a sitting U S Senator Right. Um, and, and he may be a conservative, but he's not viewed as a wacko and he has very measured, you know, principles. You can disagree, but if to say we've reached the point and this is the problem with this, you know, the wokism, John, they want everything invisible. It's like, it's offending them to see it published on their pages.
0: That's right. You know,
1: grow up. I yeah. mean, well, what is happening? You're, you know, you're supposed to be this major newspaper. So um, a lot of that is, but all of that is also, you know, people are becoming more aware of, of this over, out of control, progressive wokeism movement yes. where an, any other opinion is just not allowed.
0: No. Folks, quick break. Much more ahead. Donna Perry right here on the John DePietro Show. The KuI sit in. Sweet, with independent columnist opinion maker it's donna perry dj uh two other quick stories one i want to ask you about and and i think you know part of this i i would think it's i think it's very unfair that anyone now you know we there's a story that a lot of people that normally work part of the election process don't want anything to do with it there's more of a focus on it mm-hmm. but i at the same time i it, i think it's very unfair that anyone that questions mail ballots how is it being tabulated? whether or not this is happening, that immediately is deemed yes. an election denier.
1: Yeah, that's the new term.
0: Yeah, the election it denier. kind of fits in that this is what the results are going to be and you're going to have to take it. Let's face it, for years now, in different you know pockets around the country, there have been notorious and very questionable votes that were taken. I, I understand that there are some people that are very extreme in thinking that it was the machines and they were, you know, flipping if it was a Biden vote, a Trump vote, it became a Biden vote. But at the same time, I, I am, you know, people will ask me, do you think the election was legitimate? And I come back and say there's a lot of different answers to that question. The, the, the element of as long as you keep having the early voting in the mail ballots, it, it can raise some real ballot concerns of people Absolutely. being able to vote twice and the, the whole thing with the campaigns and the ballot harvesting.
1: Absolutely. And I think this term that, again, the media just adopts it. And and this is just it's it's like to make it a dirty word. It's like a toxic image and you don't want it attached to you if you're a political figure. And John, let's face it. It is, you know, it's laughable over these. A couple of years when CNN and Anderson Cooper and they sit there and you know it's like, have, did you ever understand about small states or big states? And <laughs> it's like as if there's never been cheating in elections. Right. It's like Anderson Cooper. How old are you? I mean, my goodness. Um, you know, and so that this is just to silence any legitimate questioning when ballots uh, had come up wrong and and you have to go after things. I mean, over the years, look at like a Ken Block, who did a great job. He used to do the research. He was not an election denier. You know, he was he was showing where there was questionable activity. It has gone on for years. Yep. And unfortunately, and then you have these younger, very, you know, sort of progressive fanatical people who are entering journalism and so they don't even seem to know better it's like oh my goodness you don't think he's ever been cheating in elections
0: well and, then- <laughs> and it's justin katz said one time and i do the segment with him politics this week he said they almost act like it'd be like what would be the incentive for, for cheating like come on there's obvious incentives. Know, right? it's one person gets elected and they're in power and everyone gets jobs and the other person is not so if they take the position of like, gee, why would anyone want to do that? I mean, that's, that's just preposterous to begin with. And Donna Perry, I want to leave it with, yeah. this. I think the Boston Globe is a very talented writer. Uh, anytime I see a headline, I can tell that it's, it's her. She was, wrote another piece that is very funny about, she thinks that Duncan, when they tried to change their rewards program, they should almost be treated as like a public utility, Duncan. Uh, yeah. And never mind, they changed the name. But uh, but Beth Tadell, is um, she is so talented. I've had her on the program before, but she just wrote a great piece about this whole business of turning on the heat before yes. Halloween. And it, right. um, in other parts of the country, they may not get it, but it so sums up the feeling in New England.
1: Right. Well, it, you're right. Like it, it's kind of a like it's a contest and saying, well, you don't need to put the heat on yet. And and yes. I I thought that. The parts of it that I caught was, you know, you're not a true New Englander uh if you've put the heat on and it's not November yet or whatever. Um and saying when people were growing up, which I think we can remember, <laughs> put on another sweater. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nothing wrong with walking around the house in a little jacket. Right. I mean, um, you know, like and or and that was just to even to keep the heat at more, you know, measurable levels. So um yeah, she she's very, very funny and it's it is so New England. Uh, where people kind of wait to say, well, you know, it's not, not, not that bad. I've had mine on. I know that.
0: <laughs> oh, I think a lot of people. And Donna Perry, just to, to finish it out, uh, this is going to be a very dramatic midterm. And ABC had a poll today mm. during this. Maybe us was the press, actually, that showed the amount of interest in this midterm is higher than what it was in 10, in 12, in 14, in 16. They're going to mm. send President Obama around over the next two weeks the the democrat party this is this is really a turning point but i i think the republicans have just run better races with their messaging on the economy and crime
1: a hundred percent and and yeah. the one you know someone who give them credit Old Bernie Sanders now he's making the rounds again, and he's yep. kind of in a panic, and he's saying, "Well, you know, guys, you you know, you have to stop talking about abortion and the kitchen table issues, which you know that used to be in, in a way um, kind of a, a reliable. Oh, the old Democratic Party that was more centrist, John. They would talk about kitchen table issues. And that's what people care about. That's exactly what we're saying with these grocery prices and just the price of everything." Um, and then they've gotten way off. And as we you have pointed out very correctly, also in these guys wanted mail ballots and everything. Well, now many people have already voted. So, That's right. you know, whatever they think they're going, there's no one's turning anything around, in my view. Once this pendulum at this late date and especially with early voting, uh, the cake is baked. Um, and I just think the Republicans, um, they may surprise at, at the numbers and the fact that the U S Senate there, John, the Dems are very, very nervous. If you've yeah, got the U S Senate, yeah. which it, you really could see things could go either way. Yes. Um, no, those final tight races and there can be, I don't know, like even like Herschel Walker, John, like there can be. Almost in exhaustion, where people say, "Oh, for gosh sakes!" They accuse the guy of something every five minutes. Right. I don't know. There's Good been a point. pile. There's a pile on that can then, um, you know, boomerang back at yep, the other side. On. Yeah,
0: it is. So, folks, again, she is independent columnist, opinion maker. It's Donna Perry, DJ. Great job as always. And we'll talk to you again. Great to be with you. The next time you have an emergency, head straight to At Med Urgent Care. Two locations, 1524 Atwood Avenue, Suite 122 in Johnston, or East Greenwich 5750 Post Road. AtMed Urgent Care. Urgent health care facility providing comprehensive outpatient health care to individuals, families, specializing in ambulatory medicine. Diagnostic treatment service. AtMed Urgent Care. They provide immunization, school, sports physicals, they're a cost-efficient healthcare care alternative to hospital-based emergencies. They're open seven days a week, walk-in routine urgent care, minor surgical, orthopedic and trauma, work-related injuries, physical exams, drug testing, full laboratory services, and with AtMed Urgent Care, they offer mononuclear antibody infusions. You, someone in your family suffering from covid you want to go straight to at Med Urgent Care. two locations, Johnston, 1524 Atwood Avenue, Suite 122, or East Greenwich, 5750 Post Road, online at AtMedUrgentCare.net. You're listening to the John DiPietro Show, folks, on this Monday, AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, depetro.com. Well, let's look at the calendar. This is exciting. Because election day now today is Monday, it is October twenty fourth. By the way, that was a uh, whew, that was an ugly performance by Tom Brady. I actually watched some of that game yesterday. They couldn't, they cannot get in the end zone. They just can't score a touchdown. Some of it's not his fault. Some drop passes. That team, they are just not connected. The guy seems totally miserable. I don't get it. But let's just um, look at the calendar of this week. You have next week, next Tuesday is November 1st, and then the following Tuesday is November 8th. So two weeks to go to the election. Now, there's one race that I also um hasn't gotten the attention it should. I want to give credit. Some people have written about this, and one of the media outlets that has written about it has been the the Boston Globe. And the race that I'm talking about is the race for general treasurer. And this, this uh, the, the title of the story, did former mayor James Dio's extensive travel boost Central Falls? This guy should not be elected general treasurer. He's the nominee Democrat state treasurer. He was the mayor of Central Falls. Um, and oh, as mayor, he went on trips to Taiwan. Taiwan, mainland China, England, Mexico, Colombia, East Timor, Malaysia, Israel. He also traveled domestically. Michigan, Baltimore, San Francisco, Omaha, Miami, Tampa, Pittsburgh, Kansas City, Houston, several times each to New York and D.C. They were supposedly for conferences, speeches, blah, blah, blah. Third party groups paid for 26 trips over the years. Central Falls paid for a dozen or so. Some trips, Porsche to the International, funded by a combination of third party and city funds, he initially uh, denied that any of his travel was paid for by the city. That has proven not to be true. Rhode Island politicians are allowed to travel on the time of third parties. Not uncommon for to go on trips, events like a mayoral conference funded by the public. But he has traveled more often farther away than leaders from nearby size cities in Rhode Island. As he runs for statewide office, who benefited from the travel? Diosa, the residents of Central Falls, he, of course, says Central Falls. I don't believe that. He also, I heard him when he was asked about this. He said, you know, I went to Detroit. Well, you know, if you were just going to Detroit, who then came out of bankruptcy, that would be one thing. But the fact of the matter is, folks, we you you know, we know that this isn't about that. This, this is complete abuse. It's complete abuse. And this is someone, if you're willing to take all the perks when you're the mayor, and go on all these free trips, then what is he going to do as as the general treasurer where suddenly you're literally handling billions of dollars? So he even uh, says that he's saying, oh, somebody reported I went on a trip to Dubai when instead it was just a layover. Where, where are you traveling that there's actually a layover in Dubai? So And I don't know how that came out other than Perhaps it was a layover and he got out and still was there and spent some kind of money. Uh, but but the, his his disclosure re- re- um, reveals, according to Common Cause, an unusual amount of travel, particularly foreign travel paid by foreign governments in their boosters for someone who's the mayor of one square mile. All those trips, no, that is someone who's taking it for the perks Now, I also, I want to also, again, the state treasurer oversees a $10 billion pension fund. You know what type of perks you can get in that? That is, hey, let's come to New York. You get to go see the Yankees. We'll be in a luxury box. Hey, do you want to go to the World Series? Hey, do you want to go to the Super Bowl? Uh, Why don't you come in here? And, And also, though, some of these trips, for instance, the city listed... Five nights, he was in Miami Beach, and the city paid 1400 So some of it should have come out of him, but instead, um, it was the city of Central Falls that paid it. He also went to England to celebrate the 25th anniversary of the Blackstone Valley. <laughs> the city reimbursed him 1100 for a flight that he put on his personal credit card. Blackstone Valley picked up 465 for lodging. He traveled to Taiwan twice. Uh, one was a national holiday celebration, the other attended gift ceremony for dragon boats. I think one of those, Lieutenant Governor McKee, was on. Uh, he also went to Colombia, apparently. See those countries. Israel, three times. Three times to Israel one trip 2015 sponsored by the Jewish Alliance of Greater Rhode Island another one American Israel Foundation for, that cost more than $14,000 that is much more than other trips cost a third Israel trip was taken independently as campaign said i mean folks this is a complete joke so the malaysia trip he went to malaysia other travel charter school retreats san francisco and houston trip to malaysia uh, a group called Next City. In all, independent groups spent fifty-three thousand dollars on this mayor Diosa. Twenty-six international domestic trips. Eight years as mayor. Dozen trips were funded by the city. He also he claimed that none of it was paid for by taxpayers, and that wasn't true. Providence Mayor Jorge Lorza traveled more than Diosa but had about half as much international travel. Folks, that's the thing. He's not, come on. All right, 22,000 residents, true. But it's one square mile. That is someone who is completely taking advantage. And the current mayor has gone on one trip. So listen, it is what it is. That's what he did. That's what the priority was. Uh, He was there to just cash in on all of the perks of the office, and that's why he did. All right, it's Monday. We're going to talk to Justin Katz, our segment, Politics, this week. It's all ahead on The John DePietro Show.